Coming right up, a special edition of Straight Talk, Port of Long Beach Update. Our guest tonight, Chris Lytle, Executive Director of the Port of Long Beach, and Susan Wise, President of the Board of Harbor Commissioners. All on our show tonight as we continue our 20th anniversary year. Closed captioning provided by Scan Health Plan. in the following program do not necessarily reflect the views of Charter Communications nor its sponsors. We recognize our obligation to present opposing points of view by responsible spokespersons. For information, please contact the director of program. She stands in the face of evil and will not lose hope or faith. America land of freedom is still the home of the brave. Talk is brought to you in part by Southern California Edison. For over 100 years, life powered by Edison. The Press Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening. Welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight focused on the Port of Long Beach. Our first guest is Chris Lytle, the executive director of the port. Chris, welcome to our show. Thank you, Art. Chris was appointed as executive director uh, by the Board of Harbor Commissioners in November and took office uh, January 1. Uh, congratulations on that great yeah. honor. Thank you very much, Art. It's great to be here. I was at your uh, very moving uh, State of the Port address uh, uh, earlier in the year, and you said in that address, quote, this is the best run port in the world and you've seen them all. Explain why you made that comment. Uh, well, I tell you, this is, um, as, as, as you just mentioned, I've seen a, a lot of ports, I, I've worked in a lot of ports, and the accomplishments that uh, that I've seen since I've been in the Port of Long Beach uh, uh, makes, the, makes the others uh, really not look anywhere near as, as favorable as the Port of Long Beach. Uh, the, the kind of things that we've been able to do in, uh, with the environment, um, the, uh, our fiscal policies that have been conservative and very successful over the years, all of those things uh, add up to uh, um, a very, very successful combination. I know the port is recognized as an environmental leaner, leader with its Greenport policy all over the world. We're really cutting edge with that. We are. I mean, if you, if you go back to 2005 to today, um, we've reduced the port sources of 
pollutants in the air by 72%. That's really a, that's an amazing accomplishment, 72% in five years or so. So we're very proud of that. And you know, the thing is, we're continuing to um, move that forward and raise the bar higher and higher. So our goal is to eventually be at zero emissions in the port. That's, that's really remarkable to, to be the fifth or sixth largest port in the world when combined with LA and have zero emissions is, is a phenomenal goal. Right, it, right now we're the, we're the leading port in the world environmentally. As we move through, some of our new port developments are going to be much cleaner than any other any other the other ports in the world. We will be closer to that zero emissions goal than any any other port in the world for sure. I know the port's involved in a massive four and a half billion dollar capital improvement program now, and an important part of that is the Middle Harbor. Uh, tell us about that. Well, the Middle Harbor is a great project. First of all, um, this project it's um, it's about a one point two billion dollar project. Um, this project will actually be able to grow the, the throughput um, of the terminal, uh, basically double, but the interesting thing is the pollutants that, that emanate from that terminal will be cut in half. So what we're doing is we're creating jobs, the, the number is about 14,000 new permanent jobs, thousands of construction jobs. Um, this is a, a great facility, it'll be probably the most efficient uh, and most modern terminal facility uh, that's been developed in the world so far. Let's take a look at the Middle Harbor. Everywhere you look, the Port of Long Beach is building the Port of the Future. It's emerging from the sea as the first phase of the Middle Harbor Container Terminal Project, which will eventually support 14,000 new permanent jobs in Southern California. When completed, it will merge two older facilities into one state-of-the-art terminal capable of handling twice as much cargo while cutting air pollution in half. This will be the most efficient and environmentally friendly terminal in the world. So Chris, with the Middle Harbor, we have two large terminals being merged into one mega terminal which is where the future of the industry is going, I understand. Well, it is. And what, these are two old terminals that are coming together um, these terminals will virtually be um, all electric terminals. There'll be uh, almost no diesel emissions whatsoever. There'll be, uh, the containers will be moved around uh, via um, electric power. Uh, the cranes, uh, obviously, all electric. The rail operations, electric. Th this will be uh, the, the cleanest terminal by far of anything that's been yet developed. And cold ironing is uh, increasingly coming into play where the ships use on uh, land-based electricity rather than burning dirty diesel fuel for power. Exactly. One, we've made a huge amount of progress um, with our clean trucks program and we've reduced the pollutants from, from diesel trucks uh, so far by about 90%. So, you know, that's in itself a, an amazing accomplishment. But the, the remaining big issue that we have uh, with, with pollutants in the air uh, comes from the ships. And by plugging these ships in as they come alongside and shut those massive diesel engines down, their auxiliary engines, this is going to have a huge impact on, on uh, eliminating more pollutants from the air. So uh, the, port's, the port's investing about $200 million in this project to, to make sure that every, every single container terminal in the port has the ability to cold iron or to, to use shore power for these massive diesel engines on board the ships. And that'll be done by 2014. And of course, you're 
in sending ships to slow down as they approach the harbor so there's less pollution. Exactly. Uh, we ha it's an incredible uh, compliance rate. We have a, a, a voluntary incentive program that we've given to all of these shipping lines. And what we do is we actually give them some of, their, some of the fee money back if they comply with this, with this the speed reduction program. Right now, 97% of all ships coming into the port of Long Beach slow down 20 miles out. And 40 miles out, that number is about 75% of the vessels. And that all reduces pollution. It makes a huge difference. And you mentioned uh, clean trucks. So now all of the trucks coming into the port are 2007 diesel or better compliant. Exactly. There, there are no dirty uh, no diesel more dirty. trucks that, that come in. If you, if you go, anybody could go today, look at, the, uh, you know, look at some of the trucks uh, coming in and out of the port. They are all new trucks. They're 2007 model year or newer. Or better. Okay, great. It's fantastic. In the next segment, we'll be joined by the president of the Board of Harbor Commissioners, Susan Wise. Stay with us. In today's world, everything's connected. From the workplaces that support us, to the homes that welcome us, to the trees and wildlife habitats that remind us how important our environment is. When a bird lands on a branch, and in the midst of a busy day, we stop to watch. It makes us realize we're all in the same boat. The Port of Long Beach welcomes this world with open arms, an environmental policy that's second to none, and a commitment to shaping a vibrant community. The Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. I want to improve my career opportunities. I want to earn a higher salary at my job. I'd like to finish what I started. The new Bachelor of Arts in Liberal Arts degree completion program at Cal State Long Beach will help you achieve your educational goals while keeping your life in balance. Contact our customer service center at 1-800-963-2250 for more information or visit us on the web. Let CSULB help you finish what you started. Supported by Edison International. Californians are getting to be old hands at year-round energy conservation. Part of our special awareness of the resources we all depend on. We're making the change to energy-efficient light bulbs, keeping warm-weather thermostats set to a comfortable 78 degrees, and giving major appliances the afternoon off. Because when it comes to energy conservation, it all adds up. Life powered by Edison. As your business searches for smart ways to save, don't forget about the one that's right in front of you. Switch to the Charter Business Bundle and you can save big without sacrificing a thing. Get reliable business telephone and high-speed internet with local support and great features. Power your business with great savings starting today. It's easy to pay less and get more. Call now and make a switch to the Charter Business Bundle. Welcome back. We're joined now by Susan Wise, who's the president of the Board of Harbor Commissioners. Susan, welcome to our show. Thanks for having me. Congratulations on your election of president. Women seem to be really uh, not taking over, but uh, playing a much more significant role than historically. I understand that there was a point where the president of Oakland and of uh, L.A. were also women together with you. That's right. At the time I was appointed, all three ports, major ports in California, were uh, the president of the Harbor Commissions were women. And of course, the executive director of our sister port in L.A., Geraldine Nats, is a woman and a former highly regarded employee here in Long Beach. That's so, right. That's right. Well, um, 
the board sets priorities for the port, uh, sets policy for the port. What are some of the most important priorities that you want and the board wants to set? Well, I think there's probably two. Um, one is the relationship of the port to the community and the other are our infrastructure projects. And by relationship to the community, I mean how the port relates to the community, but also the environmental commitments that the port has made to the community. And Chris went over a lot of those in the, in the first segment and the Clean Air Action Plan. And we keep moving forward. We're finding better and better technologies. We're testing them and trying to ad adapt them to the port environment. If they can work, then we can go forward with them, incentivize uh, businesses to develop those technologies. So uh, the community, our relationship to them, and that also includes jobs. We are looking for every way we can to use the projects that we have in front of us to get jobs and training for, for people in, in our community. The other thing is our infrastructure. We have $4 billion in infrastructure projects coming forward. And, and also under infrastructure, I think of our relationships our relationships with people around the world that we continue to maintain and develop and foster. So I would say the community and infrastructure in very broad sense. And vis-a-vis -vis infrastructure, I know one of the important components of this $4.5 billion capital improvement program is the, Gerald, the rebuild of the Gerald Desmond Bridge. Let's take a look at that. One of the most visible projects will be the $950 million replacement of the Gerald Desmond Bridge. The replacement project will help not only trade, but ease commuter traffic, which accounts for 75% of all the vehicles using the bridge. The new bridge will be higher to allow bigger ships to pass below. It will include emergency lanes and a bike path. Truly, the new bridge will be better for the port and the entire community. And that bridge, as Chris mentioned in the earlier segment, will allow the larger ships to pass underneath. But it also contains a bike lane, which I believe is a policy set by the board and a little homage to, to the late Mark Bixby for really pushing that. And that's a nice addition to the bridge. Yeah, and that's an example of where the, the Harbor Commission listened to the community. The, the biking community led by Mark Bixby came to the, the Board of Harbor Commissioners and suggested before we finalized the RFP for the bridge that a, a bike lane and pedestrian lane be added. So that's what was added to the RFP, the request for proposals and the bids that will be opening uh, in, in March will include bike lanes. Yeah. I know you mentioned com commitment to the community and the port spends some $80 million a year doing that. Things like the uh, supporting the Muni Band, the Sea Festival, Grand Prix, uh, and, and scholarships, and, and straight talk for that matter. So we appreciate uh, that investment in the welfare of the community. Well, if the board loves to, to do that. We're all members of the community. I've lived here since 1974. I've raised my children here. Yeah. I mean, that's why we're on the Harbor Commission is because we care about the community. Well, you know, to me, as an outsider looking in, uh, uh, this changeover to the whole Greenport philosophy is, is quite striking. I mean, it's like turning a, an aircraft carrier around. It, it's, it's a giant thing to do, and, and to be the, uh, the cutting edge and recognized as such throughout the world in the, in, in the port community is, you know, really kudos to you guys. 
Well, thanks. Good, thank you. And uh, you do have, as Chris mentioned, a zero emission goal that at some point in the future there will be no pollutants emanating from the port. Is, do I understand that's, that right? That, that's, what, that's what we're looking to do. And that's where we have this program called uh, the Technology Advancement Program where we are looking for new technologies. So, for example, you talked before about the ships that cold iron. We're also looking for ships that cannot necessarily cold iron. We're looking for a technology where we can catch the emissions as the as the ship sits at, at dock wow. and and eliminate them well, from it's going really, into the air. It's really amazing because uh, you know I know the traffic grows six seven percent a year and and all this addition to infrastructure, so the volume is going up, and the emissions are going down. That's right. uh, you know. That's right. It would be something just to hold it level with right. increase, but to actually go down in the face of increasing traffic is, is quite striking to an outsider. Right. Okay. No, it's, it's, a, it's a great accomplishment, and it's a model for the world. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us, and thank you for your service to the community. Thank you. Okay, we'll be back with more of our show after these messages. <laughs> Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Belfar, Long Beach. People need a hero. They need something they can believe in. That's where Dog the Water Copper comes in. Oh, no! All right, you little trail sniffer. I've been watching you take a shower for the past 40 minutes. Think of all that water you're wasting. Well, I mean, that's really weird, Dog. I'm totally naked right now. We're back continuing our conversation with Chris Lytle, Executive Director of the Port of Long Beach. Let's talk about security for a second. I understand the budget is up 40%, but we are a national security uh, asset, and uh, the downside of that is being a national security target. What we've been able to do, Art, that I think is really commendable is we've, we, yes, we, we've been able to, to get a lot of uh, assets uh, into our port to help us. We have a lot of been very successful with federal grant money, tens of millions of dollars to to help us in that regard. Uh, we've employed this money uh, in a very good way to help us make the port more secure. 
I, I tell you though, the, the, the thing that is really, I think, has differentiated the Port of Long Beach in, in a very positive way is the fact that we have developed um, really, really good ways to uh, work in a multi-layered uh, environment with the other agencies. We have a great relationship with the Long Beach Police Department, great relationship with the U.S. Coast Guard, Customs and Border Protection. And that's the part that, you know, should it ever come to uh, uh, some type of, uh, of emergency, we have very, very uh, um, good relationships. We, we train but, with but these other agencies. But granting all that, with all of the volume of containers coming through the port from all over, and with what we saw what, uh, during the, um, the lockout some years ago, what it can do to the economy, putting your, shoe, your mind in the mm -hmm. shoes of the other guy, the bad guy, uh, you know, this would be a, a, a node, a, a, a point to hit if you were going to choose somewhere. Well, that's we, and we, we agree. I mean, this is an area that we have to be really vigilant. We have to have the best security. Yes. And uh, I think we do, and, okay. we're, and we're getting better every day. Wonderful. So. The Panama Canal is undergoing expansion, as many uh, know, and uh, this will create competition with East Coast ports and Gulf ports, and obviously creates a, a competitive uh, situation for you guys. Uh, uh, what are you doing in response to the expansion of the Panama Canal? Well, what we're doing is, um, uh, is as President Wise mentioned earlier, earlier in the, the last segment, we're, we have a capital program where we're spending $4.4 billion to get us ready, to make us more competitive. Uh, this is what our customers have asked of us, and, and we're stepping forward and doing that. We have to be competitive. We have to maintain a competitive edge. And as we do that, the shippers make the, they, they make the decision on how they're going to ship. And what they will do is they will come into the port, the port of Long Beach, today, as we are ready today. Uh, there's a lot of work that has to be done uh, on our east and Gulf Coast yet uh, to be prepared for the larger ships that, that can make it through the canal starting in 2014. So eventually you will be able to accommodate these 18,000 TEU ships, 9,000 containers on one ship. That's massive. And they're going to be coming into your port and other ports in the future. Right. The, the, the industry is moving to bigger and bigger ships. We are prepared today in the Port of Long Beach to handle those big ships. Yeah. As they get even bigger, we're making those changes and, and uh, we're investing that $4 billion. And that mega terminal in the Inner Harbor will be a more efficient terminal and time is money to shippers and they want to, to go to the port that can move the goods most expeditiously. Absolutely. The, this, the, the new Middle Harbor, Harbor Terminal will have a rail uh, facility that's, uh, that's uh, second to none. And it's so critical because the more containers that you can put on the, the, the rail, that means fewer trucks out on the street. And, uh, you know, as we develop this, the rail facility in Middle Harbor, you're going to have uh, hundreds of thousands of, of truck trips eliminated off of the 710 and the other arterials. Uh, going to the, a little personal question, Chris, you've been in port stuff ever since college, really. And uh, you've traveled all over the world uh, with various ports and all. Uh, what turns you on about the port industry? This is a, it's a, it's a great industry to be in. I tell you, th there's not a single day that's like any other day. Uh, you have diversity. You have a um, uh, very, very uh, diverse group of, of, of interest in the community. Um, what, what could be better than being able to, to hand a, a scholarship 
uh, to a student or to be able to help in some way in the community, to create jobs. I mean, what other, uh, what other uh, group can, can, can say that they've created the kind of jobs that we've created in the last years? And those jobs years? aren't going anywhere, Chris. If they you're going to unload a ship, you've got to do it here. You can't do it in Hong Kong or exactly. China or exactly. somewhere else. Exactly, and those are well-paying jobs, too. Yeah. Well, and also you're interacting with people from all over the world, and you're learning about it other is. cultures it is. and customs. Yeah. And it's a it's exciting. a it's a great industry, and and working at the port, we have a just a a, a wonderful team of, of people there too. Yeah. Well, let me close the segment by uh, quoting the end of your your address to the state of the port audience. Uh, the goal, and uh, I don't know if this is your goal or the the commission's goal, but to become the port of choice by becoming the port of the future. Whose goal is that? That's, that's our collective goal. Collective that's, goal. Uh, that's a goal shared by all of us. And, and that's, I think, a very attainable goal as well. And we're moving closer and closer to that goal as we go And that forward. means embodying the latest technology. Absolutely. We, it's, we're, we're embodying the technology that's going to keep us cleaner and greener than any other port operation in the world plus make it more efficient and attractive to those shippers to come over this gateway. So we're very positive about that. Wonderful. We'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. Welcome to McKenna's on the Bay, where fine dining is complemented with a breathtaking view. McKenna's is a restaurant of incredible ambiance, providing service and cuisine with style, class, and romance. The menu offers a variety of appetizers, serious seafood, prime steaks, an oyster bar, and specialty entrees for either lunch or dinner. McKenna's on the Bay features patio dining, nightly entertainment, and two banquet facilities. No matter what your occasion, McKenna's on the Bay is like being on vacation. Join us today at McKenna's on the Bay. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's. 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. who are closest to you, from our family to yours. McCarty's Jewelry, since 1932. How do you like your chances the rest of the week? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Oh, yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. I think we're fortunate to have a port of the quality of Long Beach in our community, creating jobs, some 300,000 jobs in the region, being a world leader in environmental sensitivity, and also making commitments to the community. It's a real asset. I know there are some intrusions in everyone's life that we pay for having the port there, but when you think of the enormous benefits 
I think it's a price well worth paying. And uh, to have quality people like Susan and Chris at the helm uh, gives at least uh, someone like me assurance that we will continue to head in the right direction. And Chris, uh, as you take over these new responsibilities, any, any final thoughts you want to share with our many viewers? Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Art. It's, it's great to be here. Um, we, we definitely, as, as uh, President Susan Wise said earlier, we, we want to be a vital part of the community and, and we want to, um, we will continually try to minimize any of the negative impacts of the port operations. And, and while we're doing that, we want to create the, the jobs and, and we will do that with this $4.4 billion uh, capital program that's going to create a lot of good jobs in the, in the region here. And I think that's, uh, you know, that's commendable. We want to keep doing it, and uh, I think that's going to be very important for us. But we, we would also invite uh, the community members to, to come down and see us. Starting in May, we have um, our free harbor, harbor cruises. Those are wonderful. So, so please uh, invite the community to, to, to come down and um, take advantage of that and um, you know, see some of the port up close and personal. You bet. Thanks for okay. joining us, Chris. Thank you. Thank you at home for being our guest, and please be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison, the Press-Telegram, and remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.